Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hi, folks. Uh, welcome again to another edition of The Pigskin Past. I'm your host, Joe Zagorski. And tonight we're going to be talking about a quarterback duel of a different nature. Now, in 1972, the NFL got a chance to see a quarterback duel of a different nature. One of the likes the league at least after 1950, had not previously seen. The teams involved were the Chicago Bears and the Detroit Lions, two longtime division rivals from the old black and blue division, otherwise known back then as the NFC Central Division. The quarterbacks in this duel were none other than Bobby Douglas of the Bears and Greg Landry of the Lions. Both Douglas and Landry were runners, not scramblers, and there's a difference. For the previous decade, the 1960s to be exact, Fran Tarkenton gained notoriety across the pro football world as the game's most prominent scrambling quarterback. He would scramble, as it were, all around his pass pocket, trying to avoid the pass rush, with his primary idea being to throw the ball. Scrambling was really just an avenue for Tarkenton to travel to open up sight lines for him to see his receivers. The extra time that he bought by scrambling behind the line of scrimmage also gave his receivers more time to find open spots in the opposing zone defenses downfield. Now, Tarkenton did run with the ball downfield on occasions, but he gained his fame and a Hall of Fame bust as a scrambler. Fast forward, if you will, to the early 1970s. Greg Landry of the Lions set a new league record for rushing yardage for quarterbacks in one year in 1971 with 530 yards. That record lasted for barely a half a year. That is because Chicago's Bobby Douglas decided that if Landry can run with the ball, so can I. Now Douglas was thought of by many as a misplaced fullback or tight end. He was big at 6'3", 225, which was as big as practically all linebackers in the early 1970s. In fact, you could make a case of comparing Douglas with another player in this day and age, the tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars named Tim Tebow. Chicago head coach Abe Gibran will never be described as a great strategist, but one thing that he was smart enough about involved his decision to let his quarterback run with the ball. Both Landry and Douglas were running quarterbacks, not scrambling quarterbacks. That is because both of these guys were determined, first and foremost, to gain yardage, not just to avoid a charging lineman or linebackers. They both had the size to run the ball. Landry was similar to Douglas in size, standing 6'4 and weighing 210. Both of these quarterbacks were also similar to bulldozing fullbacks. Neither really had any complicated juke moves in their repertoire. Their first move, once back in the pocket, was to avoid the first rushing lineman or blitzing linebacker while looking downfield for an open receiver. As was typical with both Landry and Douglas, however, was the fact that 
both of these men seldom looked into their second read or the receivers who were not their primary receivers. Once the first guy was covered, both Landry and Douglas usually tucked the ball under their arms and ran. In the epic 1972 season, both quarterbacks did a lot of running. Uh, Landry almost equaled and surpassed his rushing record from the previous year. He gained 524 yards on 81 carries for a 6.5 yard per average rush. That was great by anyone's standards, but what Bobby Douglas accomplished was even greater. He set a new NFL single season record of 968 yards rushing on 141 carries for an average of 6.9 yards per carry. He also scored eight touchdowns in 1972. In short, Douglas was the Chicago offense that year. This was several years before Walter Payton showed up on the scene in Chicago. And it would be many years, uh, 34 years in fact, before anyone would break Douglas's league record for quarterbacks. And that person was Michael Vick, who did it in 2006 when he rushed for 1,039 yards. Vick, however, was playing in a 16-game regular season, as opposed to Douglas's 14-game regular season of 1972. The great quarterback rushing duel of 1972 has long been forgotten in this day and age of throwing the ball. Few are the coaches who prefer their quarterbacks to risk injuries by running with the ball these days. Uh, scrambling, yes, not running. But the excitement that Greg Landry and Bobby Douglas offered to fans in 1972 helped both the Lions and the Bears respectively. Those two guys running with the ball gave the sport an exciting element that added to the lore of the game and to the basic nature of the game for a ball carrier to run with the ball. Once again, I'm Joe Zagorski, and thanks again for listening to uh, this edition of the Pigskin Past. Look forward to chatting with you again next time. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, sports history fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Join George Bozica, the president of the PFRA, and myself, John Bozica, each month for the Professional Football Researchers Association official podcast. We'll discuss the history of the game, the many names of the game, and so many different things for you, making the history of football not only entertaining, but fun at the same time, as we join you on the Sports History Network on the official PFRA podcast. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.